All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Functionally Autoimmune. I have a fantastic guest today with me on the show. It's Dr. David Prologo. He is a trained interventional radiologist. He's also an expert in obesity, a best-selling author, and so much more. Thank you for being here with us today, Dr. Prologo. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Can you tell us a little bit about how you kind of got into um, the realm of obesity? What led you that direction? And just a little bit about you. Sure. I'll, uh, I'll try to keep it short here. So I'm traditionally trained to be an interventional radiologist, which means we use CAT scan imaging and ultrasound imaging to do procedures for people, biopsies or, or managed cancer or trauma, things like that. Along the way, though, uh, I also got an obesity medicine certification because of this lifelong interest I had in, uh, in weight loss. And so those two things came together a few years ago when we realized that we can use this ability to put a needle into the body using that imaging guidance for weight loss. So ultimately, what we did was target the hunger nerve that takes the, the signal from an empty stomach to the brain when people are dieting. Uh, and we froze it. And what that did was block that hunger signal. So that that sort of was this huge deal. And uh, and everything has kind of uh, gone on since then. Wow, what an amazing idea. And so when you talk about freezing that signal, how is it frozen permanently? How long is that frozen for? That's a great question. So it is not frozen permanently. And this is actually, uh, and gives me a chance here to sort of give you some more glimpse backward into how this all came about. And uh, what actually happens when you freeze that nerve initially is the signal is shut off. And uh, then over time, what happens is it degenerates and then regenerates. And that whole process takes about uh, eight to 12 months. But the purpose of that was uh, to give people a window during which they could get past this critical point, which, which is kind of a segue into the book called The Catching Point, uh, after which they don't need procedures or medicines or, or even coaching. They're off on their own. And so uh, that open window is really representative of everything that I am trying to do uh, as far as getting people across that critical point. Yeah, I love that. And that's that's really such an important area because there is, for people who are dieting or really struggling with their weight or really trying to figure out what nutrition looks like and those kinds of things, there really is that point of like, like you said, the critical, like, what did you call it? Critical breaking point? It's called the catching point. <laughs> and I say that because I say it that way because that's the title of the book, The Catching Point Transformation. Yeah. Um, and, and almost no one gets there, uh, Coach Brandy, almost no one gets there. And, and that's become the, the real center of my existence, actually, is A, to get the message out there to people that there is this critical point beyond which uh, it's not miserable. I mean, that's my message. There, there, there's a lot of people out there saying a lot of different things. And most of the time, the goal is, you know, after which you'll lose 90 pounds or after which just what I'm saying is that after that, you won't hate it anymore, right? My, my message is going out to all the 100 million people who hate this thing, right? And they, they want to make this change from overweight or obese to lean, but they hate the process. Uh, and that's our fault. That's our fault that they hate the process because essentially what we do is we take the end of the process and we just throw it on them and tell them to do it on day one. And the comparison I make is, if there are people out there who want to be doctors, I deal with these 
young kids all the time. Yeah. And they want to be a surgeon, right? And what I tell them is, uh, you, you certainly can be a surgeon, but and I don't tell them this, I'm telling you this, <laughs> but you can't start on Monday, right? I mean, you can't, I can give you my paper here that has a list of the steps that I follow when doing a procedure or doing a surgery. Yeah. You cannot take that list and start doing operations on Monday right. because you're going to fail miserably. And that's exactly what happens to every single one of these 100 million failures every single year. And that's in the United States alone. They take a, a program from some lean person, some model with nice teeth and a big platform, and, uh, and then they try it on Monday. And what happens? They fail. And, and then they, they internalize that failure and, and so forth and so on. So if you stick with the surgeon example, yeah. you take that same young kid and you say, look, give me some time and I'll get you ready. And the day you start surgery, you won't be anxious. It won't all be unknown to you and you will be a success. That's what the catching point is all about. Yeah. Set aside your desire to lose weight overnight for a, a distinct period of time. Let me prepare you for your weight loss effort. And then just like the surgery, you'll be successful and it won't be miserable. Uh, so that's the, that's the point of everything that we're saying. That's the point of the hunger nerve freezing. That's the point of the book is give me some time ahead, ahead of your efforts. Pick whatever diet you want, intermittent fasting, keto, whatever it's going to be, uh, plant-based, but just hold off. Give me 12 weeks ahead of that. And I promise you, you have a different outcome. It won't suck and you will enjoy it and you'll have a different outcome. Wow, that's really amazing. And it seems to, I mean, honestly, I, you know, I have a medical background in critical care. So I understand interventional radiology and all those things. Oh, okay. I, know that I have listeners who are like, I don't know what the heck you're talking about. But to yeah. me, what you're saying is that is, see, and, and we're talking about surgery still, but that seems like such a better, safer um, less intrusive option as opposed to like gastric bypass surgery or something like correct. that. This seems correct, like correct. a better way to go about it. And also it's not, it's not permanent. You're not permanently removing parts of your body or doing things like that, which I find amazing. And most importantly, most importantly, uh, it's a different population of people. So those people who benefit from bariatric surgery are uh, people with BMIs that are higher than 40, say, which is, you know, for your listeners, this is your 400, 500 pound person, right? Mm -hmm. uh, the, the people we're targeting are the BMI uh, 26 to 37. So for the listeners, this is your 220 pound aunt or you or your friend, not you, Coach Brandy, but you, <laughs> the listener, <laughs> you know, or my mom, right, or, or, or whomever that you know who is walking around who doesn't qualify for a bariatric surgery, yeah. isn't going to uh, pay thousands of dollars for a weight loss medication, but you watch them go through this cycle of ramp it up, start my diet on Monday, fail, start over, uh, you know, this diet doesn't work, that diet doesn't work. That's our target. Uh, I, I don't want to call it a market because this is not about making money because I'm, I'm, I'm salaried. It's not about making money. It's about uh, getting those people and showing them that if I can quiet your hunger signal for this many months, you'll get through and pass that point. But I have to tell you, Brandy, the only reason that that procedure came to be was because I was trying to prove the concept that mind over matter is not going to work. 
Yeah. All these people can ramp themselves up and they, they attempt to white knuckle through this calorie restriction. That's not going to work. I'm telling you, it's the same as trying to hold your breath underwater, right? I'm going to start on money. I'm going to hold my breath underwater for a week. Well, you're going to last for a while and then your body's going to overcome you and you're going to burst to the surface, right? It's the same thing with calorie restriction. So instead of mind over matter, I, I was trying to make a point that if we can block some of the body signals, then you'll stay on longer until you pass through that critical point and then it won't be miserable, right? That, that was the only reason we did the procedure. But, uh, but yes, it's not surgery. It's just a needle uh, and it's a different population of people. Yeah, I love that. And you mentioned earlier kind of a pre, um, prior to surgery, kind of a pre-planning stage. What kind of goes into that, that timing? Uh, so, you know, so, so really the, the, the pre-planning and the work up front is independent of the procedure. Uh, we do do that for the procedure, but it's kind of a different thing. That, the pre-planning part is what the book is about. And uh, it, it really serves two purposes. The first, uh, two purposes. The first one, which I think is very important, is to uh, illustrate to the reader, to let people know, here's the things that have stopped you up until now. Because patients will try to articulate it. They'll try to say to you, I cut my calories, but I swear I just don't lose weight, or I, maybe it's my thyroid, or maybe it's this or that. It is a whole bunch of things like that, right? It is a metabolism slow. It is a hormone imbalance. And I want everyone to know what those things are so they know they're not crazy, right? So they realize what they feel is real and true. Uh, but the purpose then of the so-called lead-up period uh, is to quiet those signals. So yes, we can do it with a procedure, but the book goes through all of the things that you can do to quiet those signals so that when you start this thing, it's not like holding your breath underwater. Because I, most people that I talk to they, they realize there are two camps of individuals. There's the, there's the camp of 220, 250 pounds, and I'm going to start my diet on Monday, and it's going to be the worst experience of my life. And then there's another camp of, of what I call the always lean folks. And the always lean folks, they don't think this is miserable. They love it. They can't wait to get up and run. They can't wait to go to the gym and drink their kale shake. They really want to do that. So the purpose of the lead-up period is to get you to switch camps. Let me take you over here where you're gonna wake up wanting to do it. And most people in camp A right now, the obese overweight, they won't even believe that that's even possible. Like at no time am I gonna wake up and wanna restrict my calories or go to this yoga class or whatever. But they do believe that it's true because they've seen others and they know it exists. So that lead up period is about switching camps. So that once you're at that catching point and it's not miserable and you look forward to it, then you don't even need help because you just wake up and do it because you want to. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So do you find that, and, and we'll get into your book because I, I definitely want to talk about that. It's so fascinating to me. But do you find that people who purchase your book and kind of go through those pre-steps, do you find that there's people who are able to kind of get to their goals without even having to the, get to the surgical part? Or Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The, I'm telling you, the, the, the procedure is only proof of concept. Uh, and I'll offer it to some people and I'll do it for some people who seem to have this insatiable hunger. Uh, but it was only proof of concept. It was only to show that if you quiet the body's signals, you'll have a different experience and that different experience will lead to success. So absolutely, it, it, it can. I prefer it be done without the procedure. 
Uh, it's just these things that exist to quiet the body signals that people don't know about. And I compare it to the, to the Atkins revolution, right, which happened years ago. And I, I compare it to that because Atkins knew something about low-carb diets, right? And he knew it in medicine, but the general public didn't know it. So all he did was take something that was known in medicine and put it out there for the public to know, and all these people lost weight. This is the same thing. We know in obesity medicine, we know inside the medical research sphere that if you can do these things that are spelled out in a book, you'll have an easier time and you'll have more success. But the public doesn't know that. The public is inundated with uh, magic diet tricks, right? Try this, try that, try this. So I want the public to know about these things so they can do them on their own and, uh, and be free of all this marketing. Yeah, absolutely. And I completely agree with you. I am completely against the, the dieting world out there because it does, it teaches people so many different things that aren't helpful. But you know, what you're talking about here, this isn't necessarily like, this isn't a diet, like you're not giving somebody another diet to follow or anything. You're actually right. teaching people how to listen to read their body, how to use those tools to then go forward, with whatever right. it is they're trying to do. Right. Amen. Very well said. That's exactly right. And so in that way, uh, I'm not competing with any diet or intervention. What I'm doing is, I'm, this is like the Nicorette of quitting smoking, right? I'm giving you something to make these diets easier. And so it's not a necessarily a diet to follow. It's here, I'll, I'll give you an example of something that people don't think about. Uh, they don't think about recovery. So uh, when you want to change your body and you want to become one of these always lean folks who... Uh, have a fast metabolism and so on and so forth. Well, you've got to change your body. And so you do things to induce that change, like restrict your calories or like have an exercise bout. But it's the time after that when your body changes. It's in the days after that that your body starts to change into what you want it to be. Two comparisons to make this point. If you go out into the sun, if you're, uh, if you're light-skinned and you go out into the sun, your body over time will change, right? It'll change the color of your skin in order to adapt. It's the same thing with exercise. Uh, the other comparison I make is a flower. If you bring a flower home and you water it, that's great. That water is, uh, is our exercise, say. Uh, but if you water it again and again and again and again, then eventually it drowns, right? Which is what happens to us. But if you water it and then wait and put it in the sun, then it starts to change in between the watering bouts. So we talk a lot about understanding your recovery time. You have to do things like massage, like yoga, like meditation. You have to eat the right things. Everybody's focused on restricting your calories. You need to give your body the, the fuel that it needs to change yeah. so that you can switch camps. So that's one example of the things, one of the example of a thing you can do to quiet the signals. And I have to tell you, this isn't like Dave Prologo's uh, primary idea, right? Again, I'm just taking what's known in, a, in the medical literature and I'm putting it out there for you and all the readers so you can have, you can know this secret, right? Because the people you see on TV and, and so on, they don't really want you to succeed. They just want you to buy whatever they're selling. Right. So I want you to succeed. Read this, understand this, and you'll be different. Right. Yeah. And I love that. I think that's, that's really a huge difference between 
people who are marketing and trying to sell things just to sell things and people who really are trying to make a difference in the world and are really trying to affect and change people's lives. And I think it's fantastic that you're doing that and that you've written this book and, you know, you're sharing it with the world because you've done a ton of, I mean, you've been invited to a ton of like big shows and you talk about this widely. So, I mean, you're definitely trying to get it out there, which I love. And so what I want to make sure that people understand is anybody can have access to this book. It's for sale. It's out there. So where can people find it? Where can they buy it? Uh, so there's my website, which is drprologo.com. And uh, then it's on Amazon and Barnes and Noble and Target and uh, just about anywhere. If you Google the catching point, uh, you can get your hands on this. And, you, and you're right. And I appreciate you, you staying that way. I've been blessed and, and lucky enough to have a good day job, right? So this, this was not a money-making scheme. This was like, I see patient after patient saying the same thing to me. I have the answer for them, but I can only get to so many people one by one. So I took the time outside of work, outside of, uh, of doing procedures and so on to compile this so people could have it. I watched my own relatives go through it and I'm able to give them the message, uh, but I want everyone to know about this. Yeah, yeah, I love that. And then for anybody out there who's thinking, okay, I'm going to buy this book, I'm going to try this, I'm going to do everything that I can because this sounds fantastic and I can't wait to read it. So for anybody out there who buys the book, goes through all the things, really is trying super hard, but feels like they may need the procedure, what what then do they do? Do they reach out to you? How do, what does that look like? Yeah, so um, I, I'm employed, and uh, so they would just have to kind of Google me, and, uh, and we'll have an appointment. I spend most of my days treating complex pain syndromes uh, with these same interventions, yeah. and so uh, we would just, we just put people on that schedule, and they're kind of intermixed, and if they're the right patient, and I can tell you who the right patient is, the right patient is uh, the person who tries to diet, but then can't sustain the effort because of hunger. They, they, and this is what they will say invariably. I'll start this diet. I wake up thinking about food. I go to bed thinking about food. I think about food all day. And then eventually it wears me down and I just have to eat because I'm, I'm hungry. And I can't, I'm insatiable. I can't get enough to eat. Yeah. That's the person we can help uh, with that. On the other hand, uh, there are people who I'd say, you know, whose BMIs are higher than 40, you know, 350, 400, 500 pounds that probably need a, a surgery to help. Uh, so, so those, you know, you can find us on the, on the internet and we can talk about that if it comes to that. And I'm happy to help as many people as I can, but in the end, uh, you don't need it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I, I love that you're on the side of, of, you know, there are non-surgical, non-invasive ways to kind of get there uh, before right. getting to that point, because I think that's really important. I mean, it seems like as we're talking about it, I know that there are people listening thinking, oh, this sounds like some kind of like a magic, <laughs> like a magic right. bullet that's going to like, I can just go do this and it's going to fix it. And that's not the reality, right? Like that's not how that works. You really have to put in the work. The way that this works is, uh, and I appreciate talking to you because not all the conversations go as insightful as yours is. So thank you. The, the, if we're talking about the procedure, the purpose of that procedure is to block hunger. And like you said, what you do with that after that uh, is kind of on your own. Now, we've built a program around it. So we have nutritional counseling and exercise and so on. But 
but it's it's all really what what you do with that uh, absence of hunger. If that's the thing that's stopping you, then I'll take it away for a while, long enough for you to get through the catching point. And people who have gone through this, uh, it's amazing to watch. I mean, they really do switch camps. They they will tell the story, and these stories are out there. Uh, they'll they'll tell you the story about how they just tried this diet and this diet and that diet, and they you just decided they're always just going to be big. And then they went through this. Um, and now they're at the gym taking selfies and all this stuff because they want to be there, right? It's exciting for them, not because uh, it's a grind every day. I mean, it really, does that even seem reasonable? That if you think about the people that you see going to the gym all the time, and does it look like they're grinding it out? I mean, they like to say that, you know, but it's right. not true. They want to be there. They love it. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I think it's important that you're also sharing like there is a vast physiological change that happens when you go through all of these things and you really change what you're eating and your exercise habits and your recovery time. I mean, there really is such huge like physiological changes that happen in your body that get you to that. It's not just a mind over matter willpower thing. It is not at all a mind over matter thing. And what those changes translate into uh, less effort, uh, less hardship, less anxiety, less hunger, uh, a good metabolism. I mean, just think about the metabolism offset. This is another example of what your body will do when you diet. Uh, Monday, you start dieting, you cut your calories. Forget exercise for now, just cut your calories. Your body sees that as a starvation event and your body is wired to survive. So it thinks we're in some kind of famine and reacts by storing everything that you eat and slowing down the machine. So you cut your calories by 500 and your body offsets that by slowing down. So then you end up nowhere, right? And that's the patient who shows up and says, I swear I cut my calories by 500 every day and I didn't lose one pound. Uh, now the world says, oh, you're probably eating Doritos in the closet or something and make them feel bad. But the reality is your body offset that so you don't die. Uh, and that's something that can be overcome. You can change that. You can change your body's metabolism and work it in your favor, actually, so that one day when you can't cut your calories or you can't work out, your body's already humming. It'll do it on its own. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a really great example. I love that. And yeah, and like I said, I think this is so great and it's going to help so many people. And it really it really focuses on what what I, what I think to be the true meaning behind dieting, which is not focus on, you know, how many calories you're eating, how many micronutrients, that's, I feel like this is more what it should look like. It's finding that balance, finding those physiological changes, changing your camp, changing your kind of thought process around food and things like that. And I think it's, and it's, then it becomes, it becomes a hobby. It becomes yeah. easy. It becomes something that you want to do. I mean, and people have things like this in their lives that you'll wake up and you think about when you, when you don't have to do something else, for example, if you don't have to go to work and, and so maybe it's say gardening, right? If your hobby is gardening, you enjoy gardening, you wake up thinking about it. Then, then you'll go to the store, shop around, see what kind of fertilizers there are out there. You'll watch the weather reports. You're spending time on this, you see, because you want to. Now you ask me about that, that sounds like a grind. But if someone <laughs> turned me into a gardener, then I would spend time on it and I would want to do these things or paintings or whatever uh, your hobby might be. What I'm saying with the catching point transformation and what we've seen over and over and over again is we can do that for you when it comes to this. So then you wake up and all of a sudden, 
uh, you're looking around for a place to walk and get your exercise, or you're thinking about uh, what you're going to eat today because you want to, right? Just like the gardening example. But as long as you don't want to garden, and as long as you don't want to go through these steps because your body makes you feel miserable, you'll always fail. But if you can get to the catching point, you can potentially succeed. One last thing I want to add that I just thought of it. Um, I had a mentor uh, along the way when I, was, when I was training in medicine, and he gave me the simplest advice, but it stuck with me to today, and it applies here. He said to me, he said, David, if what you're doing is not working, try something else. That's what I would say to everybody. If what you're doing is not working, try something else. Don't wait for the next fad to come out and go through the same process again and then feel bad at the end. You know, let's do it a different way. Yeah, I love that. It's simple, but so true. I, that's great. <laughs> I love that. And, you know, thank you so much, um, Dr. Prologo, for joining us today, for sharing all of this, for doing what you're doing. Um, everyone, I will make sure that all of... Um, Dr. Prologo's contact information is in the show notes so that you can easily find him, find the book, all of that. So I'll make sure to share that. And again, thank you so much for joining us and for everything that you're doing. Thank you. Absolutely. Thanks everyone for listening and we'll catch you on the next episode. Welcome to the show and thank you so much for listening. This episode is brought to you by Athletic Greens with 75 absorbable vitamins and minerals in just one scoop per day. I've increased my energy, immune function, and so much more. AG is a non-negotiable part of my daily routine. For your own risk-free AG plus 20% off and free vitamin D3 K2 supplement, go to www.athleticgreens.com backslash functionally autoimmune or look in the notes of this podcast and you can find the link there. Trust me, you want to add Athletic Greens to your day. It makes such a huge difference.